before you, Father, we're grateful, first of all, for your presence being here, Lord, you that can heal us, Lord, and all our needs, Lord. We ask for those that are in need right now, spiritually and physically, Lord, for your healing. Father, we ask for this uh, spot, Lord, that uh, this place that we're at, Lord, uh, in your presence, Lord, that we be able to hear your precious word this evening. And Lord, we welcome it into our lives, Lord, uh, to, to cause that effect in us, Lord. We also ask, Lord, for the tithes and the offerings that were lifted up, Father, and we ask that you just continue to bless this ministry, Lord, guide us, Lord, and continue directing us in the path that you have for us. We're just grateful for all things, and we ask this in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Y'all may be seated, brothers and sisters. Those who think those sentar esta noche, amen. How are we doing this uh, this evening, brothers and sisters? Como estamos? God bless the group. Thank y'all. Everybody doing all right? Trying to stay warm? Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, God bless y'all this uh, evening. Uh, we're gonna probably keep the kids here this evening, just uh, just to be on the safe side for everyone. So you guys are all spread out pretty nicely. So don't worry about. Um, that so, but I know there's uh, a lot of uh, sicknesses going around, so we want to just protect everybody with that too as much as we can. We got enough space here in the church, amen. Vamos a guardar los niños aquí esta noche. No van a tener clases de manos nomás para protegerlos y también los maestros y todo eso que pues hay mucho enfermedad que está pasando alrededor. So we want to protect everybody, but we're spread out pretty nice here. Thank God, we got some room. Uh, here and uh, praise the Lord. The title of tonight's message is uh, Honoring the Lord. El, uh, el titulo del mensaje esta noche, hermanos, es Honrando el Señor. Amen. Uh, ¿Qué es uh, uh, honrar a alguien? Uh, pues uh, es algo importante entender la diferencia de honra y obediencia. Uh, uh, porque muchos de nosotros no entendemos qué es la diferencia de estas cosas no uh, muchos de nosotros uh, uh, no entendemos que la honra es diferente de la obediencia es parte son parte uh, uh, tienen tienen formas que son la, la misma cosa pero son diferentes también you know uh, I was thinking a lot about uh, the difference between honoring uh, and being obedient there's some differences in, in honoring and being obedient and there's some important differences in that and some things to consider. Um, and I think one of the main things is, is that obedience usually requires uh, 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 something for us to do. You know, some, you're told to do something. You could be at, at, your, at work and they give you, you know, your job that you have to do and you're obedient to it. You do your job to the best that you can. Um, and we're honoring is something where it's, uh, you're not having to be told to do something and you just do it. There's a difference in that. You know, uh, um, a good example of it is uh, uh, the Lord told Moses to build the tabernacle, right? And he told them, hey, you're going to build this tabernacle for, for some of us that have been uh, doing the Bible classes, and, and Moses did it. He told them how to erect it and all that stuff. Uh, David uh, uh, wanted to build the temple because he wanted to honor God. He wasn't told to do it. So there's a difference in that. Of course, he didn't do it. His son ended up doing it, Solomon. But there's a difference between the obedience actions of being told something and doing it, and, and we're being obedient, uh, and to us doing it because we want to honor God. Our lives, uh, the way we live our lives, can be a reflection of how we honor God. Um, you know, uh, for, for many of us, it's hard to come to church at times because uh, we get stuck on the, the rules and things that we're not doing, maybe the things that we're failing in, the things that we're lacking in. And so that keeps us away from church, right? Because it's like, ooh, I don't, why do I want to go to a place that reminds me of all the things I'm not doing? You know? Because again, it's like, I'm not being obedient in these things, but we haven't learned how to honor him. That's important to learn how to honor him. Muchas veces, hermanos, hay diferencias En, en, en hablando de eso de honrar al Señor y la obediencia La obediencia a veces viene con reglas Viene con algo que vas a hacer Y lo haces, estás obediente Pero honrar algo es haciéndolo Sin alguien diciéndote algo Voy a honrar la memoria de mí ¿Por qué? Porque hay algo diferente hay algo que aceptamos dentro de nosotros Que lo vamos a hacer y Es, es, es más fácil para hacer la cosa A veces la obediencia 
uh, no haciendo las cosas es difícil venir para la iglesia porque sabemos que, sabemos que, uh, sabemos que estamos fallando en cosas y pues ¿Quién quiere ir para un lugar donde te estás diciendo, recordando que estás, estamos fallando en cosas? Nadie quiere venir a esas cosas. Pero si podemos entender la diferencia de la obediencia y honrar, y cómo si se mezclan, si se mezclan muchas veces, pero quiero, quiero hablar y, y podemos ver unas diferencias para que vivimos una vida honrando al Señor. Porque ahí viene toda la obediencia, ahí viene todas las cosas, pero es con el corazón que lo estamos haciendo. Es sin el Señor. Es como el ejemplo que dije, el Señor le dijo a Moisés que hacía el tabernáculo. Y, y lo hizo. Y, pero a David, David en su corazón iba a, poner, a hacer el templo para el Señor. Él no lo hizo, lo hizo su hijo Solomón. Pero es a una diferencia hay. ¿Por qué? Porque el, el David sabía, estando viendo con las ovejas, qué grande era el Señor. Yo tenía el corazón de Dios, decía. ¿Os quería honrar al Señor? Y todavía tenía sus fallas, todavía tenía problemas. Pero entendía una cosa que la honra um, es, es algo que te lleva para ser obediente. So para, para, que no, no están todos confundidos aquí, todos me están viendo. ¿Estás diciendo, hermano, que no necesitamos ser obedientes, nomás honrar? Ah, pues, sí se van a, se, se van a conectar, amén. I don't want you to be too confused because you're saying, do, 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 are you saying we don't need to be obedient and we just need to honor him? Well, you're going to be obedient if you're going to honor him, Amen. It, they, they go together, but I just want to make sure we're understanding that there is a difference in between them. If we turn to Revelations 4.11, si voltamos hermanos para Revelaciones 4.11, it might be the first time I've ever started with Revelations in my first verse. <laughs> you know, some of us can, uh, but, but it's a good verse right here. Look what it says, Revelations 4.11, uh, Apocalipsis 4.11 dice, Señor digno eres de recibir la gloria y la honra y el poder. Porque tú creaste todas las cosas y por tu voluntad existen y fueron creadas. Listen to that. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive the glory and honor and power for thou hast created all things and for thy pleasure they are and we were created. Now, what is this being said? What, what are we seeing here, brothers and sisters? Is that... It's important to realize a couple of things, that there is a difference between us and God. He deserves the glory for who he is. He deserves the glory for what he's done. A una diferencia aquí, hermanos, que necesitamos siempre reconocer que hay diferencia por quién somos nosotros y quién es Dios. That's one of the biggest challenges that we have sometimes in life is that we don't realize that difference between us and God. He's worthy of glory. He's worthy of honor. You know, there, there, there's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of things that go, on, go wrong because we're in this human body that we forget that there was someone greater than us that created us, that considered us, and considers us in our journey with him. But we got to give him the glory. We got to give him the respect. We got to give him the honor. How can we ever um, uh, get in a relationship with God if we don't accept him for who he is? There's a lot of us that don't accept him for who he is. And, and, and I've mentioned this before. I've mentioned this, uh, you know, people that are atheists, people that don't believe in God, don't believe in creation and stuff like that. You know, most of the time, the reason they, they, they feel that way is because they want to continue sinning. It's easier for me to say that there's not a God so I can keep Uh, um, having relations with someone not being married it's easier for me to doubt God so I, I don't follow his commandments it's easier for me to, to, to doubt my, my relationship or who he is so I can still continue doing what I want to do it's easier it's easier it's easier when I hear somebody and they're like questioning things I'm like okay I see where you're at in your life you're not ready to 
get release, to give in, to let him take over. And it's easier for you to bring up things, whatever they may be. But that moment where you start to recognize that, God, you created all things. God, you formed all things. God, you are everything. You deserve everything. And with my life, I want to honor you. You see, then the, then, then the path, then, then the communication for him, then the guidance, then, 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 the, then the eyes open up and he starts to say, okay, praise the Lord. Amen, great, great. Praise myself. Because I said, he said, he said, well, we need to remove these things. We need to take away these things. We need to challenge ourselves to think differently. And that thinking differently is the thing that sometimes we feel like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? What's going on here? Why, why, why is God asking this of me? But you know what's amazing? And I've always said that this is my, this is my go-to. This has always been my go-to. Ever since I was teaching young people, I said, God's never going to ask to take something away from you that he's not going to give you something better. Just listen to that for a second. Just listen to that for a second. God's never going to take away anything from you that he's not going to give you something better. It's usually the thing he's taking away from us is taking up the space. Or it's keeping us weighted down. So praise the Lord for that, amen? But we got to recognize that he is worthy. If we turn to 1 Chronicles 29, 12, si voltamos, hermanos, para Primera de Crónicas 29, 12. Las riquezas y la gloria proceden de ti y tú dominas sobre todo. En tu mano está la fuerza y el poder y en tu mano el hacer grande y el dar poder a todos. Listen to that. Both riches and honor come from thee, and thou reignest over all. And in thy hands is power and might, and in thy hand it is, it is to make great and to give strength unto all. You see, brothers and sisters, something's got to change in our minds where we say, oh, I know who God is. I mean, yeah, you know, I've, I've gone to church all my life, and I know, I know how to reverence God. I know how to, how to, no, 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 no. See, it's not just about knowing who God is. It's about igniting our faith by saying, it all starts with you. It all ends with you. You just say the word, and it happens. I know it's you, God. It's by your will, God. It's you, Father. Then everything else suppresses itself, like we talked about on Sunday. Why do I have anxieties and depression? Why do I go through all these things? Because I haven't understood who he is and how I must honor him. When I start to honor him, when I start to honor him with my life, everything else goes away. All my fears, all my doubts, all my thoughts. How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? And we think we're doing it until we realize that we're missing critical things, which is verbalizing you, God, you, God. You can do it, God. You do it, God. You're always, you always show up. You're always on time. You're never late, God. God, you're good, God. God, you've been amazing, God. You protected me in evil times, God. You, even in bad times, God, I see what you were doing for me, God. God, you're so good. But see, we don't do that. We get silent. And that's where the doubt comes. Bitterness comes. Hurt comes back. And it comes back to visit. But how we push those things away is by honoring him, glorifying him. What can I do for you today, God? How can I honor you? How can I progress your kingdom? You see, yeah, there was a lot of commandments. There was a lot of laws that were given to them as soon as they left Egypt. Many things. You know, one that I got kind of stuck on, and I kept on hearing it today, I heard it again, was, you know, that they said that you shouldn't wear wool and linen. It, it gives it as one of the things that, that Moses tells the people. Don't wear wool and linen together. And it was like the oddest thing, because it was, it was a commandment from God. 
not to wear wool and linen. What? You know, and, and many people have done studies on it, and there's frequencies in clothing. They do frequencies in clothing just like anything that's there that makes you feel happy, makes you feel. And they say when you put wool and linen together, it's a zero frequency. It has no positive, has no negative, but it's zero. There's some that they're all, usually all above on the spectrum. They're all above. But in that case right there, it's zero. And it's like one of those ones like, like God knew even how to take care of you and what you were going to wear. He says, don't put this on because you're already leaving Egypt and you're already going to be murmuring. Could you imagine if you're at zero? So it's important, hermanos, que el Señor los considera, considera? How do you say consider? Considera a nosotros nuestras vidas y cómo estamos viviendo. Hasta el ropa que estamos usando. Les dijo que no, que no usaban materiales que por un razón y no sabían en todo el tiempo hasta comenzaron a, how do you say, test, a probar el material y entendieron que esos dos cuando están juntas, pues te hace sentir una manera. Qué, qué locura, ¿no? Pero el Señor sabiendo esas cosas, quería cuidar su pueblo. Pero todos los reglas que tenían, si no eran obedientes, pues ellos iban a sufrir. So, you know, there's times that, you know, we have a lot of questions and we should have a lot of questions. You should have a lot of questions. Have a lot of questions. You should, you know, question stuff. You should always say, show that to me in the Bible. You know, that's, that's a recommendation here. Say, show me in the Bible that. No, there's nothing that's going to be said here that's going to be, like I said, a feeling. If you challenge yourself into that, but you know what? You better be prepared if it is shown to you to honor it. As much as you want to say, show it to me, when you see it, see it. You see, because Paul... Paul eventually had to get to a point where God spoke to him and knocked him off and put scales over his eyes, blinded him. What, 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 a, what a unique situation. Paul, who, who, who was persecuting the church, we could say he was religious because he was persecuting, chasing the church for the Jewish people, for Pharisees and all these people that had crucified Jesus. So he's persecuting the church, uh, chasing it, and look at the first thing that God does to him. He blinds him. Because, see, sometimes we need to be blinded so we can reset. Okay, I thought I was seeing things. I was, I was doing this. I thought I was honoring you. Now you're speaking to me, God? And you're saying I'm persecuting you? Because sometimes when we don't, when, we're, when, when this sense turns off, this turns up, and we can finally listen to God. See, too much, too, too much of us are just using this. And God sometimes has to take your vision away from you so you can hear him. Look at Paul. See, some of us, we're too, we're, we're too confident in what we're seeing, and we're just walking around. Oh, look at me, look at me, I'm doing stuff. And we're not doing anything like Paul was. But that moment when God knocks you off your horse. <laughs> I had it. I had that moment when he knocked me off my horse. And then I can hear his voice calling. Why? Why haven't you changed? Why do you keep avoiding what's wrong, which is you? And I thank you, Jesus, for that. If we turn to Matthew 13, 44, si voltamos, hermanos, para Mateos 13, 44, dice, Además, el reino de los cielos es semejante a un tesoro escondido en un campo, el cual un hombre haya, y lo esconde de nuevo, y gozoso por ello va y vende todo lo que tiene y compra Aquel campo. So look at the kingdom of heaven is like finding a treasure somewhere, not your property yet, 
but then going and preparing yourself so you can come back and buy that. The kingdom of heaven is like that. See, when you find something with so much value, cuando hayamos algo con, algo con tanto valor, hermanos, hayamos algo con tanto valor, pues vendemos todo para, para tenerlo. That's the kingdom of God. That you sell out. You sell everything out to follow him. Look at look at look at the look at the the story about the 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 rich person that want, that asked the, the Lord and the Lord says go and sell everything right now a rich person but he had different types of riches where he didn't recognize who was asking of him this you see he came I'm obedient I do these things but he didn't realize who was in front of him in that moment. For us, as we're obedient and we do things and we follow, but we got to do it in a way that we do it with a purpose to honor him. I want to honor you, God, today. What is it? Because that starts to take over. That sometimes our, our obedience, we, we fail in these things, but when we want to honor God, that's where repentance comes back even more. I'm sorry, God, that I failed you. I'm sorry, God. Please forgive me. Well, go ask for forgiveness who you offended. Okay, God, I'm going to go ask for forgiveness because I want to honor you. See, we get stuck sometimes. We see a book full of rules, and yet we don't see that he's worthy of everything. He's worthy of the honor and the glory as being the creator of all things. I just want to honor you, God. I just want to, you know, the Martha, right? Martha, Martha, your sister knows who I am. Your sister, you know, wants to honor me right now. In the presence, you want to honor me by doing things. That's not the way it works. She's found the greater thing, which is right now just to be here and communicate. We've got to find a way that we start to release these things and start to find a way to honor God in our lives. Some of us are very easy. We can do rules. You've done rules all your life. Oh, I had to follow rules in my house. It was rules, 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 and I did rules. And you, rules doesn't mean anything. When they don't have to tell and you, and you create the new rules to honor someone, that's beautiful. When you have a child and, 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 and you didn't have to tell them something that was new, you didn't have to tell them a new thing, and they did it because they knew you, they knew that they loved you, and that's something sometimes as parents we go, good job. But we feel a little different, don't we? That's what it is when honor is a connection to a love and respect and reverence. I know who you are, God. I know the power that you have. I know what you do, Jesus. I'm not obediently just doing it just because I, I, I just want to say, hey, I'm obedient. I'm doing it because I know you love me. I know what you've done for me. And I want to honor you. And we turn to Proverbs 6.16. So, voltamos hermanos para Proverbios 6.16. Dice aquí, seis cosas aborece Jehová y aún siete abomina su alma. I would think that this is pretty important for us to read, right? These six things that the Lord hate. Yea, seven are an abomination unto him. Seventeen. Los ojos altivos. La lengua mentirosa. Las manos derramado, der, derramadoras de sangre inocente. A proud look. A lying tongue. And hands that shed innocent blood. 18. El corazón que maniquina pensamientos inicusos. Inicus, ¿cómo? Inicus. Los pies presurosas, presurosos para correr al mal. A heart that deviseth wicked imaginations. Feet that be swift in running to mischief. 
el testigo falso que habla mentiras y el que siembra discordia entre hermanos. A false witness that speaketh lies and he that soweth discord among brethren. Listen to this, brothers and sisters. This, this, this is the book of wisdom. This is Solomon. This, is, this, is the, this was the smartest person on earth that God gave these words to. It's a great book. You read the, There's a lot of verses I have here from it, but it's because there's so much, so much wisdom that, come from this, that comes from this book. But listen what it says. Listen what it's saying, the things that God hates. And, are, and some are even an abom abomination to him. And we, and we look at it. And again, this is where his grace and his mercy is perfect for us. And this is where we've, we've got to run to honor him and say, God, forgiveness, 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 God, forgive me, God. Because I know I've done these things. You see, you see, it's important for us to recognize. Sometimes we don't realize this. And some of us might not care about it. And you can go on living your life. You, you, you're free to do that. There's a, there's a freedom that you have, and you can continue living your life. But some of us, there's a prick that comes to our heart, and we start to say, I, I'm like that. I find myself being like that, and I feel like I'm passing that on. I, para, para muchos de nosotros leemos esas cosas, hermanos, y pues no tiene uh, efecto en nuestras vidas, ¿no? Y, y está bien. Si quieres vivir tu vida, vas a vivirlo como vas a vivirlo. Pero para, para otros, y para muchos de nosotros, la primera vez que oímos esto, pues la ofensa uh, uh, se cambió para convicción, para arrepentimiento, para una vida nueva. Porque muchos de nosotros hemos pasado de esas cosas, hemos fallado muchos de nosotros, hemos faltado en cosas. Y qué triste es si no tenemos si, uh, la humillación, hermano. El momento que decimos Señor perdóname Yo quiero honrarte en mi vida Porque yo sé que tú eres grande Yo sé que tú eres bueno God forgive me that I failed you Forgive me because I've done these things Forgive me God because I slip up on these things God forgive me God I want to honor you in my life I want, you to, I want you to be a part of my life God I want you to open and, and close doors in my life I don't want to waste time. I want my children to be blessed. But I, I've always said this. This is something that's, you know, I, I, I praise God bless Brother James who's been um, a blessing in my life because as we've, had, we've communicated about addictions and different things, I've always said this. I've said this, and I, I, said, it, it wasn't, I haven't read it in a book. It's common sense to me because I've seen it in life. I believe this, that when you're talking with somebody with an addiction and you said, do it for your kids, That doesn't do nothing for them. It doesn't. For a second, and then it's hot. We've talked about this. There's something else that's greater than that. There's something, a stronghold that, that doesn't, they don't see that. But the beautiful thing is, is this. In this case right here, changing our lives and doing it. To honor him, for us to honor him. It does that have that impact, that trail for our children. It does bless them generation after generation. There's something powerful on them, but there's some people that just won't, don't, they don't, they're not changed. Why? Because they're held. They're held down. Some of us ask questions. You know, we say, man, I'm always telling this family member this. I'm always mentioning this. Too. I'm always doing this. I don't understand why, they don't under, why they're not seeing this because right now God's wanting you to honor him. And sometimes we're not honoring him because we're too busy looking to see, can I get you to honor him? Can I get you to honor him? To motivate me to honor him? No. That moment that we push everything away and we say, God, you are worthy. God, you are holy. God, it's you. God, it's you. God, it's you. It's only you, God. It's only you and me, God. Because in those moments of my despair, it's been you. And I thank you.
It's a change. It's a mindset change. It's a, it's a reset. It's a recalibrating of our, of our faith. See, a lot of the times we are instantly quick to say, God, you haven't done it yet. God, when are you going to do this? God, uh, you, you promised this. God, this. God, that. God, this. God, that. And that moment when we see where we're at in our relationship with him, it's kind of shameful. It's kind of shameful. It's a blindness. Help us, God, to always see what you've done for us and to see what the, what the brothers and sisters have done, the goodness of it. Help me, God, in that moment of anger and that moment of, of bitterness to remember somebody who brought me food one time. Oh, lying devil. Help me, God, to remember somebody thought of me, took care of me, did something for me. Help me to remember this, God. Because the devil wants you to forget. But we honor him by saying, God, I want to, I just want to honor you with my life, God. What is it? What is it? And oh, man, you're captive to it. It's sometimes the saying, turn the other cheek. Oh, yeah, a lot of the times saying, forgive. Oh, yeah, saying, show me, show who I am. Show, uh, have Christ, put on Christ. Oh, man, it's a lot of stuff. You're not an American citizen when you're with God. See, we have rights. I'm an American citizen. What right? Yeah, the right to remain silent. There's a reality to that, brothers and sisters, that there's suffering, there's things that are going to come to the church. How are we not going to, we got to teach that to our kids. You know, sometimes we're, mm, I'm going to go over there and tell that teacher something. Get out of here. You don't need to say anything to anybody. Show your kids Christ because there's going to be suffering in the future that they're going to say, oh, I remember when my dad bit his tongue. I remember when I, my man, my dad could have, ooh, my dad was, mm. you know, he could have, but he didn't. Oh, yeah, it's a change. It's a transformation. All the parents are, like, nervous right now. Why did you keep the kids here today? <laughs> it wasn't planned. It wasn't planned. But it happens sometimes. Es importante, hermanos, que nosotros seamos ejemplos, pero también es como estamos honrando al Señor con nuestras vidas. El, 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 el manera diferente que estamos viviendo no 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 podemos pensar ah ya estoy ¿Qué, qué van a aprender mis hijos de mí aprenden muchas cosas como ha dicho yo hermanos los últimos años que tenía con mi papá eran los mejores que tenía en mi vida por qué porque vi una, un hombre que se cambió la manera yo vi que y, y si, si no cambiaba cosas ¿Qué pensaba yo? Si sí, él todos los años y pero vi algo que como el Señor lo transformó. Sí tenía caídas, pero se levantó. Qué lindo es eso, hermanos. For me, it's perfect. It's beautiful. As parents, yes, but we got to humble ourselves. We got to, like I said, we got to have those conversations. I got a chance to see my father. And the best, best moments in my life were the ultimate, the last ones. I could have said, oh, it was when he did this and this. Nah. I remember those things. I, I hold those dear. But for me, the best ones were when he, <sighs> or him looking for forgiveness. Or him looking at things differently. Like I told you, it was, who are you? I don't remember this guy when you're telling me how to treat my kids or raise my kids. That's not the way you raised me. But it's hearing somebody saying, I wish I would have. I wish I would have. His, his famous one, I wish I would have been smarter. You know what somebody saying that to you is? Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wish I would have been smarter. He used to say it up here too. But that timeout thing, that thing that you guys are doing now, the timeouts, I don't, but it works, he says. No, for him, it was as a kid. They would do that to him. So, so what do we do, brothers and sisters? We got to fall in love with God in his presence. See, the thing is, we start to see God and we see all the rules like, ooh, mm, I kind of still, mm, mm, mm. And see, you're never going to let go of those things if that's how you're seeing God. Those things won't matter once you start to see him. You don't even want those things once you, once you see him. But see, a lot of us, and, and, and I'm sorry, brothers and sisters, some of you are really bad at presenting God. 
You see, how are you ever supposed to have somebody desire to know him? If you start out with, well, you, know, you, you really shouldn't be doing those things. People know what they shouldn't be doing just by society at times. start to know who he is and what he can do and how you speak of him. God, you are mighty. You considered me, God. I was the filth of the bottom of the garbage. I was that greasy stuff that sometimes you can't wash out, but you still considered me, God. And I thank you, Jesus, for your goodness. Once people see that, they go, I want that. And nothing else matters. Everything else just goes in line. But a lot of the times we miss that. We miss how good and wonderful and beautiful he is. We start to speak out of hurt. We start to say, no, you got to, well, this is the problem. And this is, you ain't doing this. You ain't doing that. No, no, no. The problem is you're not seeing him. Because everything comes natural when you see him, how he considered you. Even in your hurt, even in your even what you went through, the worst case scenario you went through, you look now and you touch little heads around you and you say, man, God, you've been good. Even though I experienced pain in my life, you've been good. You've restored, God. You've been a blessing to me, Jesus. Oh, man, God, help us to realize what it is to honor you, Jesus. I want to honor you, Father, with my life. If we turn to Philippians 2, 3. Si voltamos, hermanos, para Filipenses 2, 3. Nada hagáis porque contienda o por vanagloria. Antes, bien con humildad, estimando cada uno a los demás como superiores, superiores a él mismo. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in loneliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. ¿Qué cosa, hermanos, que? Si queremos una vida nueva, pues se lleva una, una vida nueva, un pensamiento nueva, cambiando cosas. If we want a new life, if we desire a relationship with God, you know, we can't bring ourselves in a brokenness into a new relationship and expect different results. You're going to get the same results that you just had in the previous relationship. That's just common sense. That moment that you say, you know what? I need to change these things if I expect there to be a change in front of me. It's beautiful when we start to look at things differently and God starts to show us and say, look, 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 if you really want to change it this time, then really communicate with me. I, can, I got the answers for you. I've got the, the good result for you. But some of us, what do we do? We don't. We go back into what we've known, the examples we've had, the experiences we've had. We go back and shelter ourselves and our, and our hurts because we're scared to be exposed in what God can really do for us. How crazy is that, that we're scared to be vulnerable on the creator of all things? Listen to that. How do I know that? Adam and Eve. I think Adam knew that he created everything, right? But yet, when they sinned, they came back, they were afraid to be in his presence and be vulnerable. Are we afraid to be vulnerable? Are we afraid to say, God, forgive me, God. Forgive me, God, because I, I still don't have the wisdom I need, God, but I want it. Give me that wisdom, God. Forgive me, God, because I, I'm ignorant in things, and I make decisions sometimes. They're rash decisions, God. Forgive me, God, because I still hold on, and the old man still wants to come out and respond and, and be. Forgive me, God. Forgive me, God, because I hide, I hide behind the word when I'm still broken inside. Forgive me, God, because I haven't shown people who you really are. I'm good with, the, with 
with the laws, but I'm not good with the conviction of what you've done and how wonderful you are. And I want to show that. I want to show how wonderful you are and how good you are, God. Ayúdame, Señor. Help me, God, to be a better version of what you want, Jesus. If we turn to Proverbs 22, 4, si voltamos, hermanos, para Proverbios 22, 4. Riquezas, honra y vida son la remuneración de la humildad, humildad, humildad y del, y del temor de Jehová. Listen to this. By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. I mean, of course, I'm not going to teach this in school, right? We need to make sure we're teaching it at home. Of course, you know, your first day of business 101, and they're saying, hey, we're going to go over market analysis and what you need to look at in creating a business and how your plan is. This is like the first step. Like, look it. Be humble. Fear God. If you want to be successful in your life, lead with these things. This is how you're going to honor God, and guess what? This is how God's going to honor you with his love. Now, I love this. I love this because you know what? A lot of us, you know, we can, we, 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 you, you, you may never be rich. This ain't that kind of church that's like, you know, just going to be passing it out to everybody. This ain't a prosperity church. But see, when it says riches, there's something that rich people sometimes don't have, which is the peace that you're going to have in it. That I can guarantee. And that to me is something that people spend more to try to get. But God will freely give it to you. God can give you something that many can't find, which is this peace and happiness and love and comfort. There's something powerful about that. And all it is is releasing and letting go. Muchas veces, hermanos, para muchos de nosotros, no vamos a ser ricos, hermanos. No vamos a sadi, sorio. No sé cómo decirte en diferentes lenguajes, pero arriba de eche. No, no, no va a pasar. Pero para muchos es el último, es todo lo que queremos. La ganancia. Pero qué lindo, hermanos, cuando comenzamos a ver la paz que viene en nuestras vidas. Y yo digo una cosa, hermano. Yo he visto una persona que tiene más que todos que podías pensar y su vida iba a perder por su corazón. No tenía paz. Y para mí, hermanos, yo quiero gozarme, yo quiero ser agradecido, yo quiero honrar al Señor. No por, por, porque yo sé que yo soy mejor que los pájaros que Él, Él cuida. Él me ha considerado mejor que esos. Y cómo no lo va, no, no, Él no va a estar con nosotros si está con ellos. You know, a lot of the times we lose things and we're, we're looking, we're ambitiously chasing stuff that's not even ours. Can you imagine that peace when you say, God, I want to honor you with my life. I want you to direct my path. I want to live a purpose for you. And, and then if we meant it, and then we just go right back to our, the rat race, right? The daily, the daily grind. No, no, but when we really mean it, mean it, it's that moment where he says, follow me. Okay, God, what do you want me to do, God? Apparently, you want me to do something, God, because you've shown me you're with me, God. You show me you're for me, God. You've answered prayers that I've had, God. But if I'm, if I, if I'm not doing something that you want me to do in my life, right now, God, is the, is the moment. Start directing it. I release. I let go of everything. I'm not going to keep on thinking there's a door there when it's a wall. That's the problem. A lot of times we're over here like, in the name of Jesus, just do it. There's a, there's a door there, brother. There's a door there. There hasn't been a door there. What does God want from us? He wants us to honor him with our lives. How do we honor him with our lives? By saying, God, I want to progress your kingdom more than mine. What do you want from me, God? What do you need from me, God? 
See, how many times are we doing that? Think about that. For a lot of us that are very ambitious in our lives, how many times are we saying, God, what do you need from me? A lot of the times we're not saying, hey, I'm available. Hey, I want to do this. I want to be this. I can do this. No, we're very silent in things, right? Because again, I know it's tough. I know it's tough. See, we, 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 we've got a challenge that's called a clock. And we're only limited to a certain amount of time. Because of our ambitions. Muchas veces, hermanos, uh, se, se nota uh, bien pronto para personas que, que pues, pues tienen su reino que están avanzando y no el reino de Dios. Esto no es avanzando el reino de Dios, hermanos. El tiempo aquí. Hay otras cosas que, que quiere el Señor de nosotros. Hay cosas, hermanos, que pues, es un sacrificio. Es, es un sacrificio, hermanos. Y para muchos de nosotros, por eso no estamos honrando también el Señor. Podemos vivir una, una vida santa y creemos eso, pero estamos honrando el Señor o nomás estamos buenos con reglas. Pues hay soldados que lo hacen, pero ¿cómo son cuando no está el capitán ahí? Oh, there's soldiers that can, yes, sir. You may take that hill, sir. All right, I'll take it with all my life. But it doesn't mean that they... They're just a soldier. But man, somebody that does it with their heart and is thinking, saying, God, man, you've been so good, God. Send me, God. Ask me what to do. Man, you've been so good, God. I owe it to you, God. I owe you everything, Jesus. I owe you. When you start having crazy conversations like that, that's the thing God's looking for. It's not like, oh, I read it right here, God, and I'm, and I'm not, you know, I'm not doing these things and, and forgive me for this, God, right here. No, no, he wants to say, look, God, I'm convicted right now because I'm shameful, God, on this, but I need wisdom, God. I'm coming to you humbly, God, to you. I'm coming to you, God, humbly. See, we're missing this to know who he is. And by missing this, the enemy comes in and just takes everything. But that moment that you really want to know him and you want him to show himself to you. Thank you, Jesus, for that. If we turn here to uh, 2 Timothy 2.21. Si votamos, hermanos, para 2 Timoteo 2.21. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel Unto honor, sanctified, and meant for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. 22. Flee also youthful lust, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace, with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. But foolish and unlearned questions avoid, knowing that they do gender strifes. And the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient. In meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. If God peradventure, will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. What advice that Paul's giving Timothy here. Que buena, que bueno, aviso que está dando Pablo a Timoteo aquí, hermanos. Comienza si se reprendan, 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 si dejan esas cosas y si buscan estas cosas, pues el diablo no lo van a tener. See, that's where, this is where the difference is. This is where we've got to realize, like, God, I want to honor you, God, in my life. I want to honor you in my life, God. I want to honor you. Then God says, stop looking behind. See, for a lot of us, we can't honor God because we're still holding on to some hurt from behind. We have questions that are behind us, not 
you know, uh, looking what's ahead of us. See, a lot of us have a lot of things. I mean, I, I've seen it before. I mean, you see it all the time. In society, there's a lot of people that are hurting right now. They're hurting. A lot of things are being uncovered. A lot of things are coming to the surface now. There was a lot of time that we weren't a lot around a lot of people, so we had a lot of thinking to do. And there's a lot of hurt that's come out from a lot of people. Why this? Why, why did I go through this? Or why, why did you treat me this way? Or why this? Or why that? And there's a lot of whys going on right now. And that's why addictions have grown. That's why all these different things are happening around us. That's why sin has taken over. Because people have tried to heal themselves in the wounds that they've had with just being free. Let me be free. But there's something that will take you away from the captivity of the devil. There's something. Let's keep on reading right here, brothers and sisters. Isaiah 29, 15, amen. Hay de los que esconden de Jehová, escubriendo el consejo, y sus obras están en tinieblas, y dicen que nos ve, y quien nos ve, y quien nos conoce. Woe unto them that seek deep to hide their counsel from the Lord. And their works are in the dark, and they say, who see us, and who knoweth us. You see, there's something powerful about the word of God. Hay algo poderoso de la palabra de Dios, hermanos. La palabra de Dios descubre todo. The word of the Lord brings everything to light, brings everything to surface. The word does. You know, we've talked about before in the past where, you know, uh, we had somebody at work and and they were doing a review for them. And the and the and the, per, and the review, the person says, "Well, tell me how you you know how you feel about you know me." And ooh, that's the last thing that they gave them. So they told them how they felt about them. And Lorenzo and Lorenzo and I, when we were talking to the person, it was like, and the person told me how they felt about me. How many of us have asked God, God, show me? what I have in me and are we prepared to hear what he's going to say cuando nosotros tenemos plática con el Señor Señor enséñame lo que está dentro de mí y estamos listos para oír que los va a decir a nosotros hay una diferencia en el Señor hermanos que el Señor no tiene invento para how do you say it hurt us Lastimarnos. Lo que va a decir el Señor no es para lástima. You know, in some cases right here, unfortunately, brothers and sisters, there's there's a room full of people that have had uh, different lives here. And for some of us, for people that should have never done that, they did it to us in our lives. There's some people here that parents might have hurt you. People that should have loved you might have hurt you. Yes, I'm saying that. That's not God. Para muchos de nosotros, hermanos, uh, en esta vida es, es horrible la cosa. Muchos de nosotros, nuestros padres los dañó como los hablaba, como ellos tomaban malos ejemplos. Eso no es el Señor. El Señor es bueno. El Señor es perfecto. Esa era el mundo. That was the world. And what the world does when it captivates you. That's why we come here. That's why we want something new. That's why we seek his healing. That's why we should be a new creation. Nicodemus said, how can somebody be born again? Do they go back into their mother's womb? Spiritually speaking, they're born again. It's newness. It ain't the, what was in the past. It's not the hurt that was in the past that's dictating. It's I'm born again. I've got a new father that's guiding me. I got a new healing. I've got a new promise. See, a lot of us, we're holding on to still. We're, we're still hurt. Are you still hurt? Because sometimes that hurt doesn't allow us to hear his voice calling us. 
Help us, God, to hear your voice. If we turn to Proverbs 15:33, Si voltamos, hermanos, para Proverbios 15, 33. El temor de Jehová es enseñanza de sabiduría y la honra preside la humildad. The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom and before honor is humility. Muchas veces, hermanos, qué lindo es eso. El Señor lo vivió, ¿no? Qué, qué lindo. Él vivió este versículo. Jesus lived this verse here. Before honor is humility. I'm going to leave my throne and I'm going to give everything for you. Because you need to understand the love that I have for you. You see, a lot of us, we want the honor without never being humble. We want the respect. We want all these things without not doing certain things that require or engage them. But when our kids start to see transformation, when our kids start to see a difference, they start to see that God molds and shapes. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. But as parents, when we humble ourselves, we have conversations. You see, they start to understand, like, whoa, okay, you came from somewhere a little different. Have you had, you know, some of your parents, I know some of your kids are small, but one of these days you're going to you're have to have that testimony with them and say, you know, my life was... It was not a very good life. I went through stuff. But God is merciful. God is good. We don't ever want these things for you. We want God to bless you. We want God to strengthen you. We want, we want, uh, I want to encourage you to hear his voice. But some of us, we, we got to humble ourselves. Are we ready to humble ourselves? Because when we start to humble ourselves is where we're going to seek the transformation. We're going to see the transformation. Hermano, cuando comenzamos a humillarnos es cuando vamos a ver el cambiamiento en nuestras familias y transformación en ellos. Cuando nosotros nos humillamos. Y la cosa es esto, hermanos, que muchas veces el proceso lo va, nos va a humillar. Like it or not. Se los usa o no los usa, hermanos. El proceso, la tribulación, las cosas que vamos a pasar. Yo pasé cosas uh, solo, solo, hermanos, y que hay cosas que no, ni sabe mi esposa que pasé. Cuando el Señor estaba quebrando, hay cosas que ella pasó que yo no, yo no sé, pero el Señor lo estaba haciendo. Qué lindo es el Señor, ¿no? El amor que Él tiene para nosotros. Pero la cosa es esto. ¿Por qué queremos pasar cosas? Si comenzamos a honrarlo. Y verlo. ¿Para quién es? Que Él es el Dios Todopoderoso, hermano. He is the mighty God. You know, it, it, you know I went through things in my life. Uh, I, I went through struggles in the breaking and the shaping and the molding. Because I needed to go through these things. Things that my wife might not even know about. She went through things that I don't know about as God was transforming and making her. But the thing is, what we want for our kids is to understand who God is and honor him. Honor him. Honor God. Honor God. What is it to honor God? It's to realize what he's done for us. The love he has for us. And then the obedience comes. This stuff right here that we try to you know, lay out before people and say, you want to be a citizen of this country? Here are the rules. Or do you want to find out why being a part of God's kingdom is so great? The peace, the love he gives you. How he's there for you. How he'll never abandon you. You've been abandoned? God will never abandon you. But no. Again, God help us. God forgive us if we don't enter into the kingdom and we don't let anybody else enter.
help us, Jesus. I'm going to ask the musicians to pass on up. If we turn to Proverbs 18, 12. Si voltamos, hermanos, para Proverbios 18, 12. Antes del quebramiento se eleva el corazón del hombre. Y antes de la honra es que el abatimiento. Before destruction, the heart of man is haughty. And before honor is humility. Now, brothers and sisters, we got to ask ourselves today. Estamos a preguntarnos este día, hermanos. Es una pregunta que tenemos todos solos. Es, un, es una pregunta previa. Todavía tenemos, tenemos orgullo, hermanos. Todavía no queremos aceptar lo que, quién es el Señor. No queremos aceptar el amor que tiene el Señor para nosotros. La vida que tiene para nosotros. You know, are, are we still struggling? Are we still proud? Are we still doubting that God has something for us, that God loves us, that God, you know, um, wants a relationship with us? Are we still hurting so much that it's hard for us to accept that, that God wants us, that God wants us? He came and gave his life for us because he loved us. What an example of humbling yourself. To leave your throne of glory. To leave being the king of kings and saying, you know what? I'm going to show people by this sacrifice what it is to let go. What it is to let go and just honor. Why don't we all stand up, brothers and sisters? ¿Por qué no nos paramos, hermanos? Pues Dios bendiga a todos esta noche, hermanos. God bless everyone. Los que se cuidan también en, uh, en estos días que pues ya se va el frío. So, ten cuidado con eso porque vamos a creer que estamos bien, pero todavía está, las noches van a estar fríos. Pero más que se, que se cuidan bien, hermanos, porque hay mucho ahorita maldad que, maldad no, es uh, enfermedades que están pasando. Amén. Hay mucho maldad también. ¿Qué digo yo? Hay mucho maldad también. Pero gracias a Dios que pues tenemos una iglesia que está, está aquí dispuesta de orar y pues ayudar a cada, a cada persona que necesita ayuda. Amén. Ahorita tenemos uh, peticiones que uh, han ponido en la aplicación ahí en, en la Biblia, hermanos. Y yo sé que muchas veces, hermano, estas aplicaciones vienen y vienen antes que algo pasa. Porque es un aviso del Señor. You know, brothers and sisters, there's times that preachings will come before something happens. And a lot of the time it's because God loves us and it's because God is trying to guide us and show us something before something happens. And sometimes we get, we get here and we, we lose it by one thing. We, we, we lost the message by one thing. It might have been my Spanish tonight. I'm playing, I'm playing. You guys are better than that. You guys know me well enough. You guys have endured me well enough on that. It might have been something, though, that you just lost it. And now the warning gets lost. Because God wants something from us. He wants us to know who he is. The moment we know who he is, the moment we see his desire for us, the goodness he has for us, we begin to honor him. Our life transforms. Our life transforms. Things start to happen naturally. Then we love the Bible. We search and now it makes sense. Thank you, God. Thank you for giving me commandments, God, to follow. Thank you, God, for, for, for keeping me from going backwards and moving forward. But I see you now, God. So let's pray, brothers and sisters, and ask the Lord to Bless us and bless those that are in need of his healing. Lord Jesus, we come before you, Father. We're grateful for everything you're doing in our lives, Father. We ask, Lord, that you just bless the church, Lord. Bless all those that are listening, Father. We ask that you heal this um, body, Lord, the community, Lord, that we, we can follow you, Jesus, that we can seek you, Lord, with all our hearts, Lord. I'm asking right now, Lord, that we just find 
this healing power, Lord, that you offer, Father, this peace, this love that you offer, Jesus, in our lives, Lord. If there's something that's holding us back, Lord, remove it or let it be identified in us, Jesus. There's no excuse, Father. There's no excuse not to honor you, Lord, by believing and trusting in you, Jesus. Your word is powerful, Lord. Your word is, it has a healing effect over us, Lord, and it, and it searches us deep, Jesus. Help us to see you, Lord, in your goodness. And if we haven't had a conversation with you in a while, Lord, thanking you, Jesus. If we've been very rigid on stuff, Lord, and holding back and not grateful, Jesus, forgive us, Father. As we want to acknowledge you for your goodness, Lord, and just be happy and be glad, Father. Thank you, Jesus, for everything that you do, Father. Continue to bless uh, this week, Lord. Bless us as we make our way home, Father. And just continue to bless this ministry, Lord, and everything. And we ask this all in your precious and holy name. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm going to ask the group here to play one song here and we'll be dismissed. Dios bendiga a todos, hermanos. Que estoy preguntando, voy a decir al grupo que tocan un canto y vamos a hacer, how do you say, dismissed? Despedidos, amen. So Dios bendiga a todos, hermanos. Seguimos orando, amen. God bless everyone.